We'll open up the WhatsApp voice notes for plenty of your tributes that I'm sure you'd like to send through uh, for the sad passing away of Sugar Ray Olu. Later on, we'll figure out what's happening in Germany. We've been told that they've been cleared to play football. Uh, so find out what's going to be happening in the Bundesliga. How do they acquire this clearance uh, to play football in the midst of what came out from the FIFA medics? So we'll have that conversation and a whole lot more. But as we said yesterday, that the fallen giant, a towering giant, has indeed fallen. And by far one of the country's finest talents ever to emerge and shine. Especially through the apartheid days when sport in the country faced one of its toughest, toughest periods. Tulani Cedric Sugarek Ulu is resting right now. Ubabo Sugarek represents the beautiful memories of football. He represents the power of silence. A skillful menace back in the 60s. He represents an institution that gave us hope during a time when our country was in a hopeless situation. He broke records that have not been equaled till today. And more importantly, he was a gentle soul, an absolute gentleman off the field, a beacon of hope for every kid that was growing up in any township of KwaZulu-Natal and around the country. A man of very, very few words, trust me, very few words. And Ubabu Sugarei belonged to that generation of players who defined an era with this place in history firmly, firmly secured. And may this legend's contribution to South African soccer be one that should never, ever, ever be forgotten. And on the 19th of September, we hosted him as our legend guest. And let's take you back to that conversation back then. Friday nights, one-on-one with football's living legend. It's been a, you know, a long time coming that we've been trying to uh, get him to come through to be on the show. And uh, Sugar Ray Kulu. Bob, good evening. Good evening, Robert. How are you doing, Bob? I'm fine, thank you. Never uh, thought uh, I would get to this moment where we could actually say we have in the studio Cedric Sugar Ray Kulu with us. <laughs> the pleasure is mine, Robert, to be here. Durban has always been your home. I was born here in Durban. Never moved. I did move on a few occasions uh, to different places like Sozland, Hamanskral, and Johannesburg for a few months. But most of my playing days and years was here in Durban. And still a very brow- a proud Durbanite through and through. It's written on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell that the secret to staying young is to be here in the coast, uh, to be down in Durban. The breeze is good. Yeah, we use the sea to wash ourselves. Did, did you have any idea of how great you were when you played? No, not really, because uh, 
there were quite uh, a number of uh, other good players that were around that I played against that I played with and uh, I was doing my part mm. you know to the best of my ability because uh, I love this game I love playing and what evoked the emotion for you to wake up every morning put on those boots get on the road one could work and play mm. so I I liked working that means uh, in the morning I work till the afternoon then I go to to the gym or to the ground to play jogging it was out <laughs> it was out it was mostly with the ball yeah yeah training with the ball running with the ball everything with the ball only a few paces now and again you know running without the ball but it was mostly with the ball because that's where the magic <clears throat> was for you yes and that's where you needed to rub the magic on was on the ball that's on the ball who was your inspiration there were so many of them but uh, that's one of my i would say uh, my brother my big brother uh, stadak uh, makatini uh, he was playing for union jacks mm. that was when i was still young uh, playing at sumsel grounds that was in the 50s early 50s wow and you would go and watch him every time when he played yeah in the mornings it was uh, the juveniles they were playing their fixtures every sunday morning they used to have their own games and then in the afternoon it was the big game mm. so when whenever my senior team played i was there huh. i grew up playing for clement home defenders up until uh, in the late 50s because i i have a feeling that there were there must have been some big negotiations to get you through to go and feature in your first professional game do you have any memories any recollection of how your transition from playing in the minor leagues playing in the amateurs mm. then transferred into your professional debut any memories of that not much but uh, i know that uh, i was still at school uh, at otlange that's when uh, i had already started uh, playing senior soccer because i never played junior soccer uh, because in, during those days it was juveniles the juniors and then the seniors so i never played in the juniors from the juveniles i matured and i was the youngest uh, player to play in the senior side so that's why you know i had the experience of playing against uh, great players in the country and when you talk about those great players 
And when people talk about you and they talk about the country's best central midfielder and they talk with this excitement written all over their faces, when you talk about great players in your day, was there any, was there anyone that inspired you more than anybody else to want to reach the heights that you eventually reached? Well, besides uh, my brother uh, Stadach Makatini, during those days uh, we had quite uh, a number of good players playing in different teams. And uh, Bushbacks, Deben Bushbacks, they were the champions, so they had good, very good players, the cream of players. And we had uh, Union Jacks, where my brother played, mm. uh, Stadach Makatini, and uh, there was Bomanville City Blacks, where uh, Short Tags, Zuma, and uh, Darius Zomo uh, played in, in the Bomanville City Blacks, and Short Tags Zuma played uh, in, in Bushparks. And in my team, we had also good players. So all the teams had one or two very good players, but Bushbacks, they were, they had the cream of uh, of uh, very good players. At one stage, uh, I remember they had nine players selected mm. as a Deben and District FA eleven, and as a Natal. African 11 and also South Africa they had nine players and we had uh, one player from Marysburg they called him uh, remember Bopela mm. he was uh, uh, the striker and uh, we had uh, Stadach Makatini from Union Jacks he was among the players, the first 11. So it was mostly those two outside uh, team players who were not uh, playing for Bushbacks. Hmm. Wow. And I, I guess the story of, of football in, in Durban, football in Guazulu Natal, will always bring out the names. The names will just always keep rolling out day after day, and that's just how great uh, the football was, uh, and probably still is now, and, and I think there is some sort of resurrection that's coming around as far as uh, uh, KZN Sanke is concerned, and I think it is good uh, that it is happening that way. Now, from your position, and the way that you were able to score goals, did, do you remember how many goals you scored? Because the number that I have is a massive an, uh, amount of goals that you scored in your professional career? Hey, there are so many. <laughs> <laughs> the number. Uh, it was mostly uh, every every game that I played because uh, I, I featured in all the first team, mm. uh, you know, 11 for the team that I, I played for. And uh, scoring goals was was my mission. Daily bread. It was this, because uh, 
those goals uh, you never see them you know full in in the net mm. it is always empty but you you know for that ball to touch the net i i enjoyed it good feeling yeah. wow 875 goals yeah i, I really enjoyed the scoring <laughs> goals <laughs> why the name sugar ray well when i was uh, growing up you know uh, my grandfather had cattle uh was here in Clement uh, at in Dunduma so i grew up uh, playing stick fighting mm-hmm. and also boxing Hmm. I did those sports and besides uh, soccer I was also playing soccer when I was still young but then sugar ray name it came when I was fighting I don't remember who I was fighting <laughs> <laughs> you were fighting someone <laughs> I was fighting someone in the ring and somebody someone got knocked out <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it, it was because of sugar ray robinson so the that person who saw me boxing i'm sure i reminded him of sugar ray robinson so it, it that name was stuck with me through football and everything through football yes so but but, uh, but you didn't box in, in the, on the field in the field. no 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 i i, I should think and i should think uh, i was uh, very disciplined because uh, yellow cards and red cards uh, in my whole career i think uh, if you counted five mm. in my whole career it would be too much sure because uh, I knew what was right, what was wrong, not to hurt a player. I knew uh, I had uh, the knowledge uh, of the referee's chart mm. to see, uh, to know uh, the bookable, uh, bookable uh, offenses. offenses and dangerous play. So I just made sure that uh, whatever I do with the ball, the ball must do the job. I must worry about the my opponent. Wow. But if he comes next to me then uh, but small body structure that I had. Mm. But uh, I was strong enough to take uh, whoever was coming you know like uh, with with his shoulder body check. Bum, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see the, the 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 physique is still there. That's why I am I'm keeping my distance because <laughs> You know, sugar ray in the house. There might just be a couple of fists flying around here in the studio. <laughs> yes, um, good evening, Robert. Just a quick question to Sugar Ray about the, the playing exploits of Kaiser Motong Senior. Now, I think he retired in about 1974, so most of the younger fraternity would never have seen him play. 
would I be accurate in saying that Kaiser Senior's abilities as a player were equal to his abilities as a, a club owner? Robert, thank you very much. Thanks so much, Anton. Uh, just a question on Kaiser Senior as a, as a football player. Was he as good on the field as as good as an administrator? He was very, very good. He was very good. He, he used my, you know, both left-footed. But uh, I knew his weaknesses. I knew his strong uh, points. So whenever we played, uh, in most cases, uh, uh, it could either... They beat us, or we beat them, or they is a draw. Mm. But uh, his his style of play, I should think I I matched him all the way, and uh, he he was not a, a, a marker. Mm-hmm. But uh, going forward, I I I could mark, and I could penetrate. When I'm in possession, well, he was only good when he had the ball. Mm, mm. But uh, no marking or picking up players. No, he he was not that good. So he he was what uh, a lot of analysts call a luxury player. Well, he had every, he had everything that you needed yeah. and scoring as well. Yeah, and scoring as well. So, if we had to match your goals versus who his goals, who who would have the most goals? Well, I'm not too sure about that because <laughs> uh, at one stage he, he went uh, overseas, uh, uh, you know, in America. So I don't know how many goals he scored there, but uh, I was here. You were matching him, though, uh, pound for pound. Yeah, no. I Use, uh, using boxing terms after your boxing <laughs> nickname. <laughs> Desmond from Emanzimdoti, good evening. Hey, Baba, how are you? I won't complain, man. Lovely, mm. lovely evening with sugar. Oh, man. Sugar and spices and all things nice, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's sweet. It's sweeter than honey. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah. ahead, Desmond. Oh, okay, Krishna Koshola, I nearly forgot about this. Yeah. He had to be called to the to the Bantu 11 in Johannesburg. He scored a goal there. Yeah. Those, I was, was going to ask him about those games, but thanks so much, Desmond, for, for bringing those points uh, through. Um, hey? Tell us about those games, because the one thing that still fascinates me is listening back to the commentary of those games. Here come the Swartmenza, El Escoptipal, and what, what, and I'm thinking, yo, things were <laughs> hectic then. <laughs> oh, you know, why th- th- that game is so important uh, to me and uh, uh, the lovers of, uh, of football out there, uh, it was because... Uh, at the at the beginning of these of those games, I was not uh, selected to play for the uh, Black Eleven. I, I was called at at the last game when uh, the South African Black Eleven were playing South African White Eleven. And I didn't start the game. I only entered the uh, the game in the, during the second half. 
and they they were on top. The South African white players were on top, and no goal was scored during the tournament. I understand. Hmm. So no no goal was scored against the whites. That was what I had. Hmm. But when I came, I got in. It was not very long, and we got a, a corner. And Shaka Obetnego Ngobo, he took the corner, and the ball came. It was a a ground shot, just outside the 18, where I was poaching, mm. and that's where I fired that uh, the, the ball. And it went through the players. There were quite a number of players in the box. <laughs> and I I never stopped it. I just you know, kicked it the uh, same time. Same time. Yeah. And, and it was it, it was a goal. The only goal that was scored against the, the Whites. Whites 11. And it ended 1-0. No, they, they beat us. But it was only one scored against, against them. Against them, yeah, throughout the tournament. Okay, let me quickly coming back. Yeah, that was on Saturday, and then on Sunday, my team Amazulu was playing Bloemfontein Celtics at Princess Magogo, and same thing happened. The game started. I was not there. Mm. Second half, they put me in. Celtics were leading one nil, and I came in. And I scored a goal again. Hmm. It was the equalizer. And the game finished at 1-1. So those two games that I played over the weekend, now they... One for the Duckies and one for your club. (laughs) 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 That's why every Friday we wake up and we know that we have to go and salute a legend. We've been tracking you down for too long, but I'm glad that today... You've made your voice heard. And I wanted to thank you very much. You're a true legend of SA football. Yeah, the almighty God uh, has been on my side uh, in most cases. In all the places that I've gone to, uh, I'm grateful. Sure. <clears throat> I mean, amazing words coming through saying that God has been on his side and he is very, very grateful. I mean, the humility in the man, you would never, ever say. I mean, he had every right to be boastful, every right to be arrogant, but he was exactly the opposite of that. A very humbling interview. And I think what we'll probably try and do, because it was about, what, a 50-odd minute interview, and we'll try and put that out. Uh, We'll share with you the information uh, when we do share the entire interview so that you can listen to it um, in your own leisure. It was really fascinating. Uh, I was down in Durban uh, that Friday uh, back in 2008. And we had been trying for a very long time to track down the now late Cedric Shugaretulu. And uh, with the greatest of humility, you know, when you've read so much and you've followed so much of what the man has done, it, it, was, it was one of those humbling moments, I won't lie to you. 
Tiamu Muholo on Twitter says, You never let the followers of the sporting fraternity down, celebrating legends while they're still alive. Listening to Cedric Ulu uh, being interviewed by yourself back then. Wow, wow, wow. Wandi Lemtana says, I've never had the privilege to watch Ubabukulu play, but looking at his sublime legacy, I could say that he was blessed with a masterful football brain with unwavering commitment to the game. The KZN honored him while still alive by naming a stadium in his name. That is huge. Absolutely. So much was said by him. I mean, how he got the nickname Sugar Ray was fascinating. He doesn't even remember who he was fighting against on that day. But let's also think about the family. We did extend our condolences to them yesterday. And I am joined by Sugar Ray Kulu's son, Umandla Kulu. Good evening, Baba, and welcome to the show. Good evening, uh... How are you doing, Bob? I'm cool, and you? I'm very, very good. Our condolences again to you. Our condolences to the family. Hey, thanks so much, Robs, uh, with the rest of the world. Because you're not the only one who, who is on this situation. But all over the world, people, through his abilities, he managed to give a brighter side of the family and his given skills by the Almighty, as you normally say those words. Mm. How did you feel listening to that interview that we just played from 2008? Hey, hush. It's, it's, only that it's to try and be able to recall and be able to accept really what happened, because even now we we, we hardly accept what happened, but what can we do in this world? At least we knew that he was not well. Mm. We are not that much worried. But mm. missing a person in the family, it gives it a notch in the long run. Give us a sense of maybe, let's say, Manjla, the past couple of days leading up to his final day and his final breath on, on, on this earth. Would you describe his condition? I know that the battle was long and hard with cancer. What can you tell us? Hey, there's nothing much on that side because I... When he cries, calling my name as if I'm the one who can, who can be able to give him help at that point in time. More especially when watching the news, that's when this uh, illness starts firing on him. But all in all, the, it's hard to take it, even though the man is no longer with us. I cannot remember him in those uh, pains that he happened to receive at that point in time. And were there any significant things, Manjali? I know that as the pain starts to deepen within the illness, the communication becomes more difficult. 
but you can just see the pain that is going through. Was there anything that he said to you that he would have wished needed to happen, would have wished to see happen? Did he share anything with you? I hardly do that because he's an old man. It's only that whatever happened to him, I only give him that uh, benefit and hope that you'll be okay, going to be all right. You'll recover. Those are comforting words that I'll have to direct to him, hoping for the best outcome in his illness. Did you seek much advice from him in the in, in the later stages? Come again? Did you seek any advice, Mandla, from him in the later stages? <laughs> Not really. Mm. I'm a bit shy. Like him? I'm not too sure. Well, I will say so. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, he was yeah. a quietly spoken person. He was a, he was a very reserved. He was a gentleman. Yeah, quite right. Gunabanda ba papayo putmanja. Gunabanda ba zoti legnabandunji abai tulelayo. Gunabanda ba abadonsi choni pogbon. We na gelo uba bakuwa. Hey, the mundo pantunji by nature. He hardly mm. talk. I'll say something. What would you miss most about Ubaba, Budman? Uh, uh, come again. What, what would you miss the most about Ubaba? Hey. Mm. Basically, the respect, if I say so, which embraces all the other aspects of a man to live in this world. A respect, it goes a long way in terms of how you handle yourself, And the rest, if I may say so, I will not be able to expatiate on the mm. concept of respect, but it pulls everything of a human being, this entire world. Respect. Respect. Talking about respect, um, I mean, I see as well, I mean, like I mentioned, that we spoke to him back in 2008. It was also quite... Uh, great to see last year, in fact, 2019, yeah, um, where himself together with the Uper and Umverte were being honored um, by the league with the chairman's award. I think there's an award and an amount of about 250,000 rand that goes with it. Um can do a figure, guys. Thank it. Yeah, no one has come to some details, but I if I'm not mistaken, long dream. Hmm. Long call in Berlin. Yes. 
did the money come in handy for somebody who had retired and somebody obviously retired not only from football but from a, a, a working environment? When it comes to that point, I don't have an idea. Mm. I don't have an idea at all. If I knew, I would have loved to contact my younger brother, the one that is in Jovic. Yes. To facilitate and be able to handle the transaction, how it should go about. Mm. Maybe my brother knew about it. I know nothing about with the rest of what happened thereafter. Mm. That presentation. That I want them to say. But how did he feel though? Because being recognized is a great thing. And it's something that doesn't happen a lot, especially in Aimzans. Uh you would know, Manja, that a lot of legends feel that way. Um, so he had the very rare honor of getting that recognition. Did he say anything about how he felt? Hey, Rob. Hey, uh, I've got no comment when it comes to that. Uh, mm. Honestly, I'm a bit down uh, as a person. I so, hardly so. open eyes and look around. I want to concentrate on what happened at that point in time mm. with the hope that what has to happen thereafter that needs to be done by a person directed to that particular transaction. That was my point in understanding the award that was given to him. We'll share the details, and, and I know that it's a, it's a difficult one because of all the lockdown rules that uh, Umwa was not going to be what everybody would have hoped for because of Amma rules of the lockdown. Have you decided, yeah, have you decided, Uguti, Uzobegwan Yeah, the funeral is on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, there's a funeral on Saturday. My younger brother, the one who's in Joburg, busy organizing the final preparations for Saturday. We'll be able to get the collective of the happening for Saturday tomorrow, if not later today. Mm -hmm. Probably tomorrow I'll say so, because it's not around as we speak. Right, right. Baba, I wish you strength during this very trying period. I again say, Uwuti, I had such an honor of meeting Ubabu Shugare Kulu. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'll always miss that broad smile that he had because it was always genuine uh, whenever I would meet him. And I hope that the legacy with the stadium named after him continues and that people get to learn more about what he did in his career. So to all of us here on Marawa Sports Worldwide and the SABC, please kindly accept our condolences. Hey, it's a pleasure, Rob. Thanks for giving us that opportunity in behalf of the family. It's always that a man will be with us in all this. May his soul rest in peace. Thanks. Thanks so much, Bab. All right. Show me, brother. All right, put one. Yeah, one. <clears throat>
That's Umanja Kulu, the Sugar Ray Kulu's son, chatting to us. And yeah, difficult period, difficult moment. Let's uh, listen into a couple of the voice notes. There are a few recorded uh, tributes as well. Then we'll go back on the line uh, and speak to Des Kumalo, uh, who wrote Sugar Ray Kulu's biography. Uh, good evening, Rob. Uh, I'm Sandy Lee from the Free State at Harrismith. Uh, I don't know who Sugar Ray Kulu physically so, but from what I've read and I've heard about him, he was a man of resilience a man of honor, a man of uh, gratitude, a most respected man in the country. So from Lorang Aguzong I and also a silent and a gentleman, and on a, on a part of football, he was uh, excelling in everything. So may his soul rest in peace. Please pass those condolences to the family and the whole country as far as possible. Good evening, Madhupu too. This is Lemmy from Newcastle. I wish to pass my words of uh, condolences to the Kapashe family for their loss. It is, in fact, the loss of the whole country. The whole nation is mourning the loss of the legend, Babushugare Kolo. May Almighty God comfort you. May He pour His divine comfort upon the family. I know. It said he played a very, very crucial part in the South African football. I think we'll remember him for the great work that he has done. May he rest in, in peace and may God comfort the family. Thank you. Hey, Rob. This is Jonathan Ramalima from Rotanda. I just want to say condolences to them and their friends. We have lost a hero in South African football. What I can say is may his soul rest in peace. We have lost a legend, we have lost a hero. Thanks, bye. Hello, uh, my name is Professor Lungi Singobane. I was fortunate enough to join Amazulu I think it was 1974, that's where I met Sugar and play with Sugar, train with Sugar every day at Amazulu. He was still playing. I was a teenager. Uh, Sugar Ray, I knew him before I went to Amazulu, playing for Avalon, Athletic, Clermont Home Defenders. But fortunately enough, I was able to join Amazulu and play with him. A gentleman, he never used to say a word. Even when we were singing in the dressing room, Sugar was not singing, he would sit and just clap hands. I've learned a lot from Sugar as a player. He used to take free kicks. I used to say to him, Sugar, when I'm old, I'm going to take free kicks as well. The way he used to pass the ball, 30 meter passes. Uh, in my game, I will say Sugar, he played a role for the way I played to become one of uh, the players that can pass the ball. I learned from Sugar. I think it was really a sad thing for Sugar to pass on, but 
He was suffering a lot. He must rest in peace. We'll always miss him because he played a very important role in South African football. Thank you. All right, thank you so much uh, for all the voice note tributes. And, and once again, thanks to another legend, uh, somebody that we have open access to uh, and who's never quite shy uh, to step forward and, and chat to us. Why? Because, uh, you know, his name is Mlungis, Professor Ngubane. Thank you so much. Really heartfelt, somebody that he knew very, very well. Uh, so he would speak from a, a position of authority uh, about that one. Des Kumalo, good evening and welcome to Mara Sports Worldwide. Hey, Rob, uh, good evening and good evening to the Metro listeners and Radio uh, 2000 uh, uh, listeners. Thank you so much, Mdungwa. Uh, it will be a very sad moment, this one, for you personally, because I'd imagine if you crafting and drafting a biography, you almost feel like you're part of the family. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's just as you, as, you, as you put it, you know. It was a very, very long and arduous journey, you know, trying to put this uh, biography together, you know. <laughs> uh, Sugar being the person uh, that we all know him to be, very, very shy, uh, never to brag about his uh, achievements in uh, in football, you know. It's very, very difficult to get an interview from him, but ultimately, you know, I think, uh, yeah, we, we, we managed under very, very difficult circumstances. Talk me through that, though, because you would have maybe heard about the 15 minutes that we played earlier on uh, with my interview. You almost have to play that guide dog role where you lead him, get him to relax, get him to settle down, because he, he never liked to brag or to boast about his life or his career or his achievements. So for you as a biographer, it would have been very difficult to get that info. It was very, 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 very difficult. But... Uh... Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, Sugar is uh, was not on the trusting side. Is uh, is uh, was a type of a person that is right now questions the motives, you know, because uh, he is publicity shy, you know. So uh, one had to assure him, you know, that uh, this is done as a way that is right now to. Uh, Immortalize, that is what now, to immortalize his name, you know, to make sure that he lives forever, given what he has contributed to the sport, you know. So ultimately, we were able, that is what now, to pull him along, to establish that trust and to pull the man along. Tell me about the the completion of it, though, Babum Dungwa, the, the, the book itself. When was it released? When did you finish writing it? Uh, even though I'm not very, very sure of the date, but I think it was 2015, and then it mm-hmm. was launched in 2016. And where were you able to supply the book to? Because I know sometimes it's very difficult to have it in the mainstream, um, you know, these, these, these outlets that uh, you find at the airports, etc. 
where were you able to have your distribution point so that, you know, we could share this information? Because right now, though, and you know that in hindsight, a lot of people always want to backtrack. Uh, you know, you hear about the sad passing away of a Michael Jackson. The first thing that happens the following day, people would go and queue up to buy CDs or DVDs of him. And the same with a lot of greats is that you then want to go back in history to find out about the person. Where are they available and where are the distribution points of any? Uh, right now, the book is obtainable at uh, at Adams and Griggs in Deben, and that's the only outlet that I know of. Because, you know, once uh, we had finished with the manuscript, then it was handed over to the publishers. And it was very, very difficult uh, to get a publisher because, you know, um, with uh, material that is written in Guni languages, you know, indigenous languages, you know, uh, publishers, uh, that have got a name, you know, they don't want to associate themselves with. So mm. until I had to get one uh, uh, African guy uh, in Deben uh, who goes by the name of uh, Alvina Vezi Publishers. So he's mm. the one, Mr. Mr. Kumede, uh, that was praised enough that is right now to embrace the work. And then uh, it's obtainable at uh, Adams and Creeks right now, as we speak. So it's written in Isizulu? It's written in Isizulu. And uh, yeah. I've had a series of running battles, you know, with, uh, you know, the mentality, you know. Yes. Uh, people would say, you know, we would have preferred this uh, book to come out in Isizulu. But uh, I had two, that is what now, two uh, things in mind. Uh, one, it was to make sure that we promote our languages. I always, that is what now, get... Uh, frustrated when I get into the library and the books that are written in our own vernac- uh, vernacular languages, you know, are just, that is what now in a tiny corner somewhere there, you know. Uh, I felt that is what now one had a duty, you know, to write a material uh, that is what now that is going to be published in Isisulu and be brave about it because uh, one was not motivated by money you know you do not want that is what now to have your mother sales out of mm-hmm. uh, uh, out of the material it was a question of that is what now preserving the legacy of the man that is number one number two uh, the following that sugar ray uh, has created over the years you know um is mainly that is what now in the hostels and it's very very unfair that these people who paid uh, their monies that is now into the heads at Sonseu uh, uh, Grounds, uh, Princess Makoko, uh, Orlando Stadium, and so on, then they will not be able because, you know, almost like that is what now 70% of that is what now of uh, 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 black people, that is what now are semi military. They are more comfortable than with, with, with uh, reading things in their own language, you know. So it was more uh, of trying that is what now to reach. Uh, to these people that are uh, uh, invariably, that is what now marginalized, you know. Huh. We said, what, then yeah. after the, 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 the translation, if ever there is a need, you know, because you go and read, that is what now the, 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 the material about, uh, about David Beckham. It's yeah. written in English because the first people that he has in mind are his English fans, you know, and those are the people who must read and access the material. So that's how, that is what now I thought. To me, 
uh, doing things in our own languages is more of that is what now of a revolution that we've got to encourage. I'm, not, I'm, I'm reading a tweet here from Willy Sinama, uh, who says, yes, I'm young, but I was fortunate to have met Ubabu Shaga Ngobo um, personally. He was my late dad's friend. He would tell me how good Ubaba Ukulu uh, was, the discipline that he had. It says, rest in peace, Ubaba Ukulu. And, and that, I would imagine, would be the purpose of the kind of book that you have out there. What is the title of the book so that those that are keen to go and get a success uh, from Adams uh, can can do so? Uh, it's uh, titled uh, Through the Eyes of the Legend, but it's translated uh, to because apart from that is what now chronicling, uh, that is what now he's, uh, the, 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 the history of the man. It was more that is what now to get his insights and uh, his understanding of the game uh, throughout that is what now the three decades he was active on the field, you know. So mm-hmm. it's more that is what now Sugar Ray speaking to us, speaking to the youth, and, uh, and then so on and so forth. Yeah. I always try not to spoil the the, the meat of a book when talking to authors and biographers and so on. And and I'm certainly not going to do that with you because I really want people to go and read the book itself. What would you say for you uh, as a final comment before we head off to news, Babum Dunga, would have been the highlight of what you learned in this journey together with him? Uh, You know, uh, Shukare Tulu is... uh, is uh, a total embodiment of uh, the evolution of soccer in this country. And he's one of a kind. Because, you know, like uh, I heard in the interview that uh, the people that he looked up to were people like Darius Lomo and Vosus Tadak Makatini. You know, uh, the players at Mississippi were very, very good players. And I was fortunate enough to watch him as a young boy Growing out, uh, growing up in Clermont, you know, when he was playing uh, uh, for, for 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 Clermont ho- uh, home defenders. So uh, when you read the story of the of of, of the man, you learn to understand uh, soccer. That is what now through the years, you know, like uh, during the fifties, during the sixties, during the seventies, when he ultimately that is what now uh, 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 retired. And mm-hmm. you know, speaking to uh, Sugar race, you get that is what now this humble giant, and you feel that he deserves more. He could have played this trade abroad, and he would have been one of the best players in the world. That is what apartheid did. That is what now that is the service that apartheid did. That is what now to the black people in this country, you know, not giving them that is what now opportunities, and it's very, very lamentable and very, very sad. Baba, I, I salute your work, Des Kumala. I really do, and I appreciate the kind of work and the patience uh, that you had in, in putting this work of history together, because that is exactly what it's going to be. I thank you so much, and I hope that people go and support your work, and we will give out that information uh, as much as we can right here on the show. And thank you so much indeed for taking time and paying tribute to the legend. Rob, thanks for this opportunity, and Thanks for what you do. That is one of our first spots in this country. Thank you very much. Bonga Kulbab. Yeah, Bonga. Thank you. Sure. Yeah, Through the Eyes of a Legend. That's the title of the book. Oh, man, what do you think I can tell you? 
is that when I read through all of these tweets and, and, and people are so deeply touched, man, and ah, sugar ate cool. Let, let me give Uvu Mamfeke an opportunity as well because uh, there's a tribute we recorded with him earlier today. Vumamfega, I played with Cedric Sugar Kulu in the 70s. What a brilliant player. What a neat player. What an excellent player. A true legend of South African football. A person who really prided, prided himself as a player and in terms of behavior. So I want to salute the South African public by recognizing this icon while he was still alive. As you know, a stadium was named after him, Sugar Ray Stadium in Clermont. There's no better honor. And he was also awarded a, a presidential award in 2001 uh, by the state president then, uh, President Tabombege. But in terms of brilliance, there's no better player. He was a middle fielder of note. You remember the highlight when uh, uh, he, he was flown from KZN uh, to play in the South African Black Level with the white black 11. He, he scored the brilliant goal in that match. And that's what we really know him uh, uh, for, for, for his brilliance. Let alone what he did in the field of play when he played at Princess Makoko Stadium, when the uh, 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 Usutu supporters would shout and say, you know, uh, uh, they would do that. You could see satisfaction uh, in, in their faces. Oh, what a brilliant man. We have lost an icon. We have lost a great South African legend. Uh, we, we, we know that uh, people like Frederick, my brother, Eric Ndunangiti, uh, uh, Richard Richmond, Thais Ngubani, I feel very sorry and even ourselves feel very sorry to have lost this man. We know that he was not well uh, uh, during his last days, but we didn't expect him to go so suddenly. But South Africa has lost even a Tegwini municipality has lost. Uh, what I remember most was the time when he said to me, Vuma, I've played football all my life, but I've never been abroad. At that time, I was able to negotiate with the Tegwini municipality so that uh, then he, 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 he accompanied under 15 to go to Germany. And he was so very pleased about that, uh, that honor bestowed on him. So I say uh, to his family, and of course to all of us who are football uh, family, we, we had suffered a great, of course, the greatest loss in, 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 in our time. So may his soul rest in peace. May his family also know that all the whole South Africa is mourning uh, the loss of this great legend. I thank you very much. Thank you so much, Babu Fumanfega. Thanking him ever so, so, so much because he's also one of the legends that we've had the honor uh, to celebrate right here on Mara Sports Worldwide when I was down in Durban. Uh, we did a show with him. Ah, oh, what a true gentleman himself. Uh, I mean, there he is. Glowing tribute that is paid to Sugar Kulu, second born of seven children. Hey, born to Rosaline and Inokulu. And they keep talking about the South African Black Eleven who played the British All-Stars on that game on the 9th of July, 1973. Mm. Couple of months old then, eh? Listen to these names. Petros Mzimande, 
Ephraim Sheikhs Mashab, Gerald Lamin, Frederick Vumamfek, Joseph Banks Sitlod, Mtunzikota Kaiser Mtawung, Richard Ngubane, Lucas Masterpieces Moripe, Percy Chipper Moloi, Shaka Ngobo, Michael Biza Lamin, Jomosono, and of course, the captain of that team. And I repeat, the captain of the team, Cedric Sugaray Kulu. Oh, t- t- trust me, when you, <laughs> if you have to captain those names and a team with those names, you tell me what kind of character, what kind of footballer are you?